Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you today along with Derek Scott and Brendan Escott and this is Oilers Now. We open today with Queen who on this date in 1975 recorded Bohemian Rhapsody at Rockfield Studios in Monmouth, Wales. The song was recorded over a three-week run. Freddie Mercury, uh, mentally prepared for the song beforehand, directed the band throughout the sessions. May, uh, Brian May, along with Mercury and Taylor, sang their vocal parts continually for 10 to 12 hours a day, resulting in 180 separate overdubs. And uh, one of the greatest songs of all time by Queen. I think we can agree on that. This is Oilers Now. Um, we're going to have some fun on today's show. We're going to talk, uh, you know, what's left for the Edmonton Oilers to do realistically. Is there a potential move that they could make? What's going to transpire with Patrick Kane? I know there were reports that the Maple Leafs are one of the teams that are in on uh, the talented uh, multiple-time All-Star and Hart Trophy winner from the Chicago Blackhawks, who's likely to get moved at some point during the year. We will hear from the Chicago Sun-Times from Ben Pope about the situation that the Hawks are in. You know the story. If you're listening to a show called Oilers Now, you're engaged in NHL hockey. Uh, the Blackhawks traded Brandon Hagel in maybe what was the best return in any of the deals involved Involving some of their young players last year during the season. And then at the draft in Montreal, they orchestrated two huge trades. I frankly didn't like the return in either of the two trades. Uh, they met and traded former 40-goal scorer Alex Dabrinkit uh, to Ottawa for a first-round pick, plus... And they traded first-round pick Kirby Doc, who he went third overall in the draft back in 2019 when we were out in Vancouver, uh, to the Montreal Canadiens. And again, I mentioned uh, Doc closing in on a four-year extension. He's a restricted free agent right now with the Montreal Canadiens. So Ben Pope is going to join us. We're also going to get in bit into what are the other options here if a deal doesn't happen, uh, you know. Uh, and I'm not saying that there's going to be a deal for Patrick Kane, but at some point there is probably going to be a move for Kane. You would have to think, given the position that Edmonton uh, is in, what makes the most sense in the meantime and in between time? And I'll give you a scenario right now. By the way, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey will join us at 105. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling, who thinks the Oilers need to move some assets on defense. 
Personally, my guess is that the Kane camp, represented by J.P. Barry, is probably going to start the year with the Chicago Blackhawks. That That's probably the highest probable chance of occurring. If you're that camp, do you look to see who's going well in the months of November and December and end up looking to make a move at some point during the year? That also allows Chicago to sell some tickets. So we'll get into this conversation with Ben Pope, David Staples, and John Shannon. Uh, we'll tell you that you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Saddle up for some great country at the River Cree with Tim Hicks on September the 9th. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. You can tweet us at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan's still uh, assistant putting together the show. He is hosting Inside Sports tonight, so he's pulling off some double duty today. That's why Derek Scott is uh, manning the board for us. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Well, we're in the dog days of summer, but it doesn't mean the work stops. And for the Edmonton Oilers, there's still some question marks. I mean... I think most of us look at the team. Uh, we're waiting on Ryan McLeod. Ken Holland had absolutely um, zero concern about a McLeod deal getting done. Now, as it stands now, unless the Oilers move out a contract, it's probably going to be a one-year deal because they're going to be cap crunched. Okay, fair enough. But when you look at the Edmonton Oilers step chart, so let's get through it. You can text us 780-496-0063. The Oilers in my opinion, have the least amount of depth on the right side amongst their, uh, on right wing amongst their forward groups. If you look at the left wing options, you got Evander Kane, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, Fogel, Yanmark, Holloway, Benson, and Savoy. At center, McDavid, Dreisaitl, McLeod, Shore, McKaig, Hamlin, uh, no, Philp, Brabalone. And, you know, when you, again, Ryan Nugent Hopkins can play center. You can play Zach Hyman. I got him slugged on the right side to start, but he can play left wing. Hyman, Pulley, Yamamoto, Derek Ryan, Xavier Borgo, Seth Griffith, Raphael Lavoie, and uh, Ty Tulio in right wing. Personally, my guess is that the Edmonton Oilers could probably use another right shot. There's not a lot out there uh, at this time. I mean, when you take a look at the potential free agents that, may end up ultimately in play here. Phil Kessel, we've talked about him. You know, he had eight goals, 44 points, 50, uh, 44 assists, 52 points in 82 games last year, went dash 24, he's 34 years of age. Do I think Phil Kessel would have interest in Edmonton? Yes, I do. Because if I was a veteran player that made lots of money in my career, I'd want to go to where there's a chance to win. Uh, Evan Rodriguez is out there. And a lot of you have texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, 780-496-0063. Um, he's a good player. Some people have linked him to the Vancouver Canucks, played for Pittsburgh last year, 19 goals, 43 points, 28 years of age. Good player. Uh, good middle six forward. A guy that doesn't have a deal right now has got some skill. He's fast. He's uh, three times in his career scored 13 or 14 goals. He's still 25 years of age. Daniel Sprong is another right shot that's still available. There's been a lot of discussion around Sam Gagne, who, to be frank with you, I'd have zero hesitation to bring it in on a one-year deal of 750000 bucks. 13 goals, 31 points last year in 81 games. 
was only minus four and a bad Detroit team, did a ton of penalty killing. Lots of time for him. He's 32 years of age. Tyler Bozak is 36. He, too, is a UFA. He's almost exclusively a center. I think he's closing in on the end of a line in his career. Uh, had three goals last year in 50 games, went dash 11, did score a big goal for St. Louis in the playoffs. We've talked a bit about Brett Ritchie in the past, more so two or three years ago than now. Um you know, certainly a big, strong guy. Doesn't love fighting, but is capable of doing it. Giving the team a little bit of size last year with the Flames. He had three goals in 29 games, 41 pims. He also got dropped in a fight with Mark Borowiecki. Very similar to what occurred um, when Richie did a number on Jujar Kara a couple seasons ago. Former writer Tyler Pitlick is another free agent that's out there that's killed some penalties. I'm not sure he's going to end up latching on, getting the job. You know, a lot of these guys, like you look at Kessel, Maybe it's one to one and a half. Rodriguez, I would think, would have to be one to one and a half million. But strong, probably a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar player. Gagne, probably a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar player. Same deal for Richie. I'm not even sure Pitlick gets a one way deal. Alex Chason's still available too. He scored uh, thirteen goals last year, thirty one years of age. So there's a look at some of the guys that you know are options at this time. I guess you know I had somebody ask me about Jake Vertana. And, um, you know, basically for me, I wasn't playing the NHL for a year, had a poor year a couple of years ago, went through uh, a sexual assault case, an alleged sexual assault case, uh, was uh, not, uh, as it ultimately uh, panned out, uh, was not criminally convicted of that. We'll see whether or not he ends up jumpstarting his NHL career at some point. Bottom line. In my opinion, looking at the Edmonton Oilers forward groups, again, I think they could use another right shot. So I might be more willing if you were to bring another guy in. If you operate under the context that the lines would be McDavid with Kane and Hyman, Drysettle with RNH and Yamamoto, McLeod with Fogel and Pugliarvi, and you could flip Pugliarvi and Yamamoto there, move Pugliarvi up in the uh, second line right wing and put uh, Yamamoto with McLeod and Fogel, and then Shore with Yanmark and Ryan. There's 12 forwards on defense. Nurse and CeCe, Kulak and Bouchard, Broberg and Barry. The Oilers have a total of 12 defensemen signed to NHL deals. Nurse and CeCe, Kulak and Bouchard, Broberg and Barry. Uh, Slater Cuckoo, who is expected at training camp, along with Vincent Deharnay, Nima Leinen and Camp, Sam Rukoff and Kesserling. Um, I'd say Camp and Kesserling are probably number 11 and number 12 in the Oilers' depth chart. Uh, Cuckoo, Nimalainen, and Sam Rukov much closer to playing than those other guys. So again, you could you, you could make a strong argument. They could use a, a 13th defenseman in the organization, maybe a number seven guy. I've mentioned Ben Harper, a big rangy guy that's a left shot D that's played both the left and the right side of um, defense during his NHL career. To be honest with you, there are not a lot of uh, right shot D free agent out there. P.K. Subban is one. Antron Strawman's another one. Michael Stone, who seemingly always ends up signing with Calgary. So there's a, a bit of your range, and we'll see whether or not the Oilers um, can make things happen. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, forget about Kane. I'll call Arizona about Chikrin and Kraus every day. A first, any prospect not named Holloway uh, or uh, Xavier Borgo or Bouchard. Uh, that's a lot of money. That's nine million bucks you're taking with those two guys from Arizona, and both with term length. And I know there's a lot of people that really seem to like uh, Jacob Chickram. I don't know how much they saw Arizona play last year. He had a difficult season. I was the one a year ago that wanted the Oilers to get out in front of Lawson Kraus, coming off a four goal season, and ended up having a real good year and got himself a long term extension this summer in the Valley of the Sun in Arizona, where next year he's going to play in front of about 4,500 fans on a regular basis. I 
will get to some of your texts coming up. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Um, I don't think the Oilers' work is done this summer. Obviously, they got to get McLeod uh, signed. I would think that there would be at least one more forward brought in either on a PTO or on an NHL deal. Again, you can keep texting us the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or ahead to Ashley Fine Floors for more information. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. We've said it before, one of the things that bodes well for Edmonton is how hard Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, and Darnell Nurse work. That's your leadership core. It's, it's a great example for, especially for the players coming up after. And uh, and the Oilers, uh, we mentioned this, they've got They've got a lot of, they've got six pretty good players, 22 or under. We're going to go to uh, Penticton for the rookie tournament. Edmonton's going to have four first-round picks. That might be as many as the other three teams, Winnipeg, Vancouver, and Calgary have combined. It might turn out to be more, depending upon what the Jets uh, decide to do with a couple of their uh, former first-rounders. Al May was on the show yesterday. He talked a bit about Sidney Crosby, and he too says your best players also need to be your hardest workers. So that's exactly what you have to have, and I'll just lean it over to uh, Sidney Crosby. And I've watched him practice for years. I've watched him play just like everyone else, but I've seen him practice. And whether it's a morning skate or, or, or a practice on a non-game day, the guy goes 110, and everyone follows suit. He doesn't let up. He goes hard all the time. And I look at Pittsburgh. They're always one of the hardest-working teams in the National Hockey League. I still have him as one of the top all-round players in the National Hockey League uh, because of the competitiveness. And he works the game all the way around. I've seen him win Stanley Cups against the Capitals, crush them in a round, blocking shots, winning face-offs, back-checking, scoring timely goals, taking hits, you know, making hits. And that leadership, the hard-working, you have to have that drive because there's no way that a fourth-liner or a bubble guy, a seventh defenseman, a sixth defenseman shouldn't be given their all if your top dogs are doing it all the time. And I believe that's incredibly important. I, I think that sets the standard for your franchise. I know Andre Kopitar, Dustin Brown, you know, he's retired now, but Andre Kopitar, he's another guy. He brings his best every day. And I think it's critically important that you don't have guys that are pacing themselves. Uh, you, you can pace yourself, but I still believe that you got to bring the grit every day. Well, I think most of us get that fundamentally, and it's part of the reason why I think that Edmonton has become an attractive place is the relentless work ethic of McDavid and Drysaddle to continue to grow and evolve their craft, and Darnell Nurse is going to continue down that path as well. I think it's interesting with Nurse, what I've seen this summer, a lot of criticism directed his way. He played with a torn hip flexor during the playoffs, and, and I think the criticism is sort of related to the money and the contract, but he, it's going to be difficult for Nurse to put up big offensive numbers if he's not on the first unit power play. And I fully expect a transition to occur this year from Barry to Bouchard full-time at some point during the season. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. We will get to some of those texts momentarily. I want to remind you at this time, all Edmonton Oilers single-game seats are available tomorrow at 11 uh, a.m. Mountain Time. So these are for Oilers home games, individual single-game tickets Go on sale tomorrow. So keep that in mind because uh, I know there's a certain amount of season tickets that are sold, and I'll be very interested to see which teams. Uh, you know Toronto's going to be one of those uh, games where there's there's lots of tickets uh, purchased. And the Leafs, the Leafs are uh, 
Well, they're one of the teams that's rumored uh, to be in on Patrick Kane. We'll get more on Patrick Kane and, and more on the Chicago Blackhawks of Ben Pope a little bit because it's a real interesting story. We'll take a timeout, and when we come back, we'll get to your text on the Ashley Five Floors text line and get to NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. We need, we need that button on right there. There we go. 1224 in Edmonton. Welcome back, Bob Stoffer. Derek Scott, Brendan Escott joining you on uh, Oilers Now to NHL Today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Remember the World Cup of Hockey? Well, the NHL and the NHLPA are closing in on a 2024 relaunch of the World Cup of Hockey. Last time we played it was in 2016. Um, it's funny. We flew back from Penticton, from the Penticton tournament that day. And in the infinite wisdom of the school board for my uh, uh, sons and daughters' school at that time, they had elected to have a meeting about a transitional program uh, that they had for out-of-neighborhood kids going into the neighbor. It was... It was uh, Boy, it was a really, it's just interesting how people see things differently. Um, so, uh, and I, of course, being the father of the year material that I'm renowned for, not, somehow got uh, sucked into attending this event. And all I could think of was I was looking down on my phone the entire time because the, uh, the, you, uh, the, what was it? The under 24 team was playing, and that was an electrifying team. They were an exciting group of players. So that's the major thing, other than Lou Lamarillo signed about seven guys over the course of the last two days and hasn't really improved his team. Um, very quiet on the Edmonton Oilers front right now. Not a surprise. Again, my belief, you know, if I were running the Chicago Blackhawks, yes, I'd probably trade Patrick Kane at some point during the season. I'd also want people in the building. We'll talk about that coming up with Ben Pope a little bit later on. So, you know, I, I think we're uh, probably at this stage maybe finalizing. I know that Leon Dreisaitl has stated that he's going to come into Edmonton on August the 29th. So the boys will head back into town for the start of September for the captain's gates for about three weeks. And then we've got the Penticton Rookie Tournament. The team flies into Kelowna on the 14th of September. And again, the Oilers uh, will be the only team there with four first-round picks. Uh, which is a rarity for that tournament. I mean, confluence of events, uh, the Oilers' first-rounders are either in the organization signed or, uh, well, they're all signed, and uh, a couple of them are guys that are major junior guys not uh, playing in the NCAA, so it's just going to work, and Edmonton's held on to their picks as well. You know what? I'm going to throw that out there right now. Would you trade the number one for an elite one-year rental? Would you trade the 2023 number one for an elite rental, let's say a 50-game rental on a player. Would you do it? Ken Holland has held on to his number ones. And the Oilers, as a result, do have a supporting cast of players. Bouchard, McLeod, Broberg, Holloway, Borgo, Schaefer. You know, five first-rounders and a second-rounder right now that's tracking like a late first-rounder McLeod. Would you would you just hold on to the pick and make a you know like you can get a decent player at the deadline for a second round draft choice you can and some of you think that the Oilers should be targeting defense and not forward anyways uh, 
Again, you can uh, text us 780-496-0063. Carmen is texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He's going by the handle, The Grinder. Why does Toronto try to be in everything big like uh, Patrick Kane, the whole hockey community, and they themselves know they aren't going to win anything at all? That one comes to us from Carmen. Well, never say never, Carmen. I mean, the Leafs, it could have happened for them, unfortunately for Toronto, and fortunately for the rest of us in Canada, it hasn't. Um... Bob, first-rounders give you loyalty and lower salary at the start. Well, that's true. They come in on an entry-level deal and get the price point down. Uh, This texter completely contrasts that. He says, yes, we need to go all in eventually, right? It's 97 and 29 prime time. That one comes to us from CJ. And I do think, in fairness, the Edmonton Oilers are at a different time right now than they were uh, in the past couple of years. Oilers GM says, uh, wow, now they're coming in fast and furious. Uh, he, Oilers GM says, Bob, if we don't acquire Patrick Kane this offseason and let it go into this season, then I'm afraid a team like the Avs can sneak in there and scoop him up. Okay. Uh, hey, Bob, in a heartbeat, I trade a first-rounder. The time is now. That comes to us from Brad in the MAC. Bob, a first and second in 2023 and pull Yarvey for Kane. Uh, first, a second from 2023 and pull Yarvey for Kane. I, I think, actually, Chicago would do that. Again, you can text us, uh, 780-496-0063. Dan and Devin says, if you're not trading the first rounder this year, then what uh, what year are you doing it in? A late first-round pick in 2023 won't help us during the McDavid-Leon window. Go all in for Patty Kane. That comes to us from Dan in Saskatchewan. All right, keep them coming. Uh, We're going to get the Chicago perspective coming up with Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times after we go to a global news weather traffic update, Kevin Robertson.